Alright, alright, okay, okay. What's up, everybody? Zelda Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts like always, of course. Good morning to you guys. Hope you guys are doing good so far today. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm of course I'm inside right now. It's pretty cold outside. I was freezing my ass off doing the episode last night outside. I was like, oh my god. So just went inside and did it. But hope you guys are doing good so far. I did say we're gonna talk some baseball. Let's talk some baseball. A big trade happened yesterday. It was about in the afternoon. It was like I think like after like twelve, around one o'clock it happened. Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco are going to the New York Mets. So the trade between the Mets and the Cleveland Indians. Oh boy. So Lindor and Carrasco are going to the Mets. And the Indians are receiving infielders Andreas Jimenez and Ahmed Rosario and right-hander Josh Wolf and outfielder Isaiah Green. I will say right now, of course, the Mets won this trade by a country mile. The Mets easily won this trade. We know Lindor is a free agent after 2021. After this season, he is a free agent. So the big question is, are the Mets going to get him? Are they going to sign him to an extension sometime this year before he hits free agency? Because you want to lock him up for the near future, and believe me. I'm pretty pissed off. I really am because I hate the Mets and everything. You know, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. I hate the Mets. It's fucking like, oh, my God. This man, Steve Cohen, is not afraid to make the big moves. And the Mets are far from done this offseason. They made some, this is their second biggest move right here. You know, they brought in James McCann as a catcher now for four years. He's a good catcher. Now they brought in the best shortstop in baseball and Francisco Lindor. And they brought in a good piece in Carlos Carrasco as well. He's going to be great for their rotation. It's like... <laughs> You see this right now. I couldn't even believe it yesterday. I almost thought it was fake, but then I saw it all over the place, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. The Mets are really not afraid to make any moves anymore. This is not the old Mets. This is not the old Mets. And going into the offseason, they had a 35-1 to chance of winning the World Series. Now it's 13-1. to So it's gotten better in their favor. Let me just say this, though. You know, people are saying that they're the second-best team in baseball. No, I can't say that right now. Unless if they sign Bauer or LeMayhew then, and, or Springer, or if they sign Springer as well, then maybe I'll say that. But right now, I'm still going to say the second-best team in baseball is the White Sox. Number one's the Dodgers. I'll say the White Sox is number two, the Padres is number three, and the Mets will be number four. That's what I have to say right there. So the Mets are the third best team in the National League East. And they got to win the division now. But I got to say, though, even though I hate the Mets with <laughs> with every fiber of my being, I got to tip my cap to them. They made a really good move. You know, I think losing Jimenez, because he's going to be a really, really good ball player. He's like one of the top prospects. He's going to be a stud. So he's going to be good in Cleveland. It sucks losing him, I would say. And Rosario had a pretty good 2020. You know, I think he's a solid ball player, to be honest. He's another good piece right there for Cleveland. We'll see how he turns out over there. I think Rosario can really break out in Cleveland now. But Jimenez, we know, is going to be a star. We know that for a fact. But the Mets getting Lindor, great switch hitter, amazing fielder. It's an amazing hitter. You know, it's an amazing player in general. So the Mets, they made a really good move, and they brought in Carrasco as well, which is also good. So I want to give you guys uh, King MGJ's fucking thoughts on this. Let me uh, go to my messages and 
because I want to get his thoughts on it. He was He's pissed off, too. He's just as pissed as I am. He said, first of all, fuck Cal Steinbrenner and Cashman being afraid to make moves. The Yankees have the money. Well, well, not really. He said, we can't let Steve Cohen run the city. Lindor's going to be great for the Mets, sadly. And Carrasco is a good rotation piece. And he said, we are fucked. Because, you know, the Mets right now, right now the New York Mets are the baseball team of New York. And I don't want to hear about the World Series and everything about who's got more World Championships. No, I don't want to hear that. The Mets are the team of baseball right now in New York. And you can tell they haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. The Yankees have been to the playoffs every year since 2017 when they made it. I understand that. But look at this move the Mets made. This is not the Wilpons anymore. This is Steve Cohen. He might sign Trevor Bauer. We don't know. Or he might sign LeMayhew. Or he might sign Springer. Or maybe there's somebody else we don't know. It's it's looking very scary right now. We knew that Steve Cohen was going to come in and make these moves. He was going to make big moves. And getting Lindor, that's huge. You see the Wilpons, they got Cano and Diaz. Fucking Steve Cohen's like, hold my beer. I'm going to get Lindor and Carrasco. That's what I think on Twitter. The $600 stimulus with Cano and Diaz. And the $2,000 stimulus with... Lindor, I think it was just Lindor. I don't know if Carrasco was in there, but you have to add Carrasco in there as well because he's a good pitcher. And the guy fucking survived cancer, so he's a fucking warrior. We already know that. He's a fucking warrior. We know that. Anybody who survives cancer is. He's a fucking warrior. And I'm going to be rooting for Carrasco mostly. And same for Lindor as well. Because I respect the hell out of Carrasco and everything that he's went through. And he's been fighting through it. He beat cancer. And bless him. He's a great guy. With Lindor, though, oh, man. <laughs> you just see the pieces right there the Mets gave up, you know. The only, like, piece I could see really being a stud is Jimenez. You know, Rosario's a solid ball player, but I think Jimenez is going to be a huge star. He is. He's definitely going to be. But the Mets, see, see, the Mets are not thinking about the future. They're not thinking about, oh, 10 years to come, Jimenez is going to be a stud. He'll be one of the best players in baseball. They're not thinking about that right now. They're thinking of getting one of the best players in baseball right now in Frankie Lindor. That's exactly what they did. I'm still pissed about it. I really am. I really am because it's like, what the fuck? And you can't say, okay, not everybody can go to the Yankees. I understand, but Lindor was a rumor to the Yankees. And you see the pieces the Mets gave up. The Yankees could have easily given up any pieces to get Lindor. If that was the asking price, if it wasn't like that much... Because what did the Mets really give up? When you think of it. Other than Jimenez. That's really it. It's going to help the Mets in the long run, obviously. But, well, we'll see if Lindor stays a Met. Because I'm sure they're working on an extension right away. Because they don't want to lose Lindor. They don't want him to be a rental. They're thinking about not just one championship. They're thinking about multiple championships with Lindor. That's what they're thinking about. You could say, oh, but it's the Mets. They'll find a way to screw it up. You can't say that right now because Cohen is not afraid. He's not afraid about the money. He's going to make the moves. That's what he's going to do. The Wilpons were very cheap and they made a lot of bad moves. Especially when they spent a lot of money, it was a lot of bad moves. Like Cespedes was a good move at first for the Mets, but look how that turned out. Look how it's turned out for them with Cespedes. It just didn't work out. I think what really killed the Mets a little bit was losing Jose Reyes in the past. Losing him was pretty bad. 
they set themselves back when they lost him, and he was one of the greatest shortstops in baseball for a time. I'm just like saying, like you know, saying a point right there. You don't want to lose Lindo. I'm not trying to compare the two, but Reyes in his prime was a fucking monster. He was a beast. You don't want to lose Lindor. You don't want him to just be a rental. You don't want that. You want him for years to come. You want him to be a Met for life. That's what you want. And they also signed Brandon Jury. That happened this morning. I saw in the New York Post or the Daily News, whatever it was, on Twitter. And they posted a picture of Troy Tulowitzki. I'm like, that's not Brandon Jury. And that's a pretty solid signing for the Mets. Jury's a good ball player. Very solid. Mostly will be a bench player, but that's a good piece. He could be a solid piece right there for the Mets, just in case anybody gets hurt. He's a good ball player. Very solid. But still, just as much as I hate the Mets, this is a great move. And they're not done yet. They are far from done. They're just getting started. You know, when they signed McCann, I was like, okay, that's a decent pickup right there. Four years. He's a good catcher. Very solid move. It wasn't a Ramuto type, but McCann is good. But now they made this trade for Lindor and Carrasco, and it's like, (sighs) they really are legit. The Mets are seriously legit. They're going to go to the playoffs in 2021 this year. They're going to. I mean, will they win the NL East? By this rate, they probably should. The NL East is still going to be tight. The Phillies are a joke. They're not going to do nothing. They're a joke. They ain't doing shit. The Marlins, I mean, the Marlins are going to be a scrappy team. You know, they made it to the playoffs last year, mostly due to the playoff expansion. But they're going to be a scrappy team this season. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they'll be very scrappy. The Nationals, you know, bringing in Josh Bell and that great rotation the Nationals have, they're going to be tough and the great lineup they have. The Braves, you know, they're looking for revenge after blowing a 3-1 lead in the championship series to the Dodgers. So I think the division is going to really come down to those three teams, the Nationals, the Mets, and the Braves. Maybe it'll be in that order, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what they do then. But you know, it's a really good move by the Mets. It's an elite move. It's great. It seriously is. Like I said, I tip my cap to the Mets for making this move, you know. And Steve Cohen's got balls. He really does. He's not afraid to make these moves. He's really not. But I see the Mets. Do I see him as a World Series favorite? They're definitely up there. They're top five. Like I said, you know, the top four teams, like I mentioned, going to this year is the Dodgers, the White Sox, the Padres, the Mets. Who would I put at number five? Uh, who would I put at number five? I mean, I can't say the Rays, even though they went to the World Series, but giving up Snell hurts them. I mean, maybe the Braves, I guess you put number five, I guess. I guess you put the Braves number five. You really can't put the Astros there. We know that for a fact. You can't put them there. So I don't know. I guess the Braves put number five, I, I guess. Like, one of the teams are, like, there. If it was just the top four, it'd be Dodgers, White Sox, Padres, and Mets. And I'm not doubting the Mets at all. Absolutely not. I'm just saying right now, if they keep making more moves, then they'll be top two. And they might even be the number one team in baseball. That's why the Dodgers win the World Series last year. You know, the Mets are just not afraid to make any more moves. This is not the Wilpons anymore. It's a whole different ball game. So, and I'm afraid. Believe me, I really am. 
But you know, Mets fans, you know, they've been in the dumps for so long. Despite even making the World Series in 2015, they, they really could have won, but what are you going to do? It's just... I got to give them I got to give them credit what credit's due, you know. They're not they're no longer afraid to make those big money moves. Believe me, I'm still not over. I still can't believe that it's real, but when all Met fans are celebrating right now, I'm sure that they are. I'm sure they're on they're waiting for their Lindor merch to, you know, go on sale. I know they're ready. I know they're waiting. I know they're waiting, but we know Carrasco, he's going to be a solid piece in that rotation. I shouldn't say solid. He'll be a good piece. I shouldn't say solid. He'll be good. It'll be a really good piece for them. We know that for a fact. And believe me, everybody should be afraid of the Mets right now. Everybody should. Even the Dodgers. Even the Dodgers. Because now you look at the Mets rotation. You got DeGrom, who's the best pitcher in baseball. You'll have Sonora coming off Tommy John. So we don't know how he's going to be. We know he's got a lot of injury problems in the guard these last few years. He's never been able to stay healthy. That's the one flaw the Mets have in the rotation now with Syndergaard because, like I said, he's always hurt. He never can stay healthy. Never can stay healthy. And it's a shame because I like Syndergaard. I really do. He just, he can't stay healthy at all. Let's see, you know, with Carrasco on the rotation, he's going to be good. You got Steven Matz in there. You know, Matz has been... You know, a solid pitcher for the Mets. And then you got Stroman, who, you know, he is a diva online. But overall, he's not a bad pitcher. He, you know, he's not a bad pitcher. He's a decent pitcher. So you look at their rotation with DeGrom, Syndergaard coming off Tommy John, Carrasco, Mats, and Stroman. It's a deep rotation, and it's good. It's a good rotation. It is a good rotation. We know the Mets are going to be extremely dangerous this year. You look at their lineup. You know, you got guys like Conforto, Dominic Smith, McNeil, now Lindor, Alonzo, McCann, you know, J.D. Davis. You know, maybe if they bring in George Springer, if that even happens, or if they even sign LeMayhew. (sighs) This team could be the best team in baseball. Next time I talk about the Mets, I could be saying, you know what? They're the best team in baseball now. And they haven't even played a game yet now here in 2021. I could just say that. Because they're, they got a stacked farm system. Their lineup is great. The pitching staff is great. The bullpen, it's still a big question mark with their bullpen. We know their bullpen has not been great for a while. We know with Diaz and him struggling a lot. You know, but Tances, mm, is he going to be healthy in 2021 this year? You know, can Diaz be be effective for the Mets as a closer? Or do you move Batances as a closer? Or do you sign a reliever? Like, do you sign a Liam Hendricks type and you say, you know what, let's make him the closer? That would be a good move. I'm actually shocked they didn't try for Trinan because he could have been good. But we know, we know the Mets have always had trouble with closers. They really have. You know, when Armando Benitez was there, he struggled. You know, he had effective stuff, but he just couldn't get anybody out. Great stuff, just bad location. Same with Diaz. The same thing with Diaz. Has great stuff. Was a beast out there in Seattle. With the Mets, nothing. You know, Billy Wagner, when he was the closer for a while, he was 
he was good. He wasn't that bad. He was good for them. He was mostly the end of his career, but he was still good. But, yeah, the one, the one flaw the Mets do have is their bullpen. And, well, there's another flaw is Syndergaard. Just can't stay healthy. You need Syndergaard to be effective. I'm not trying to make this whole thing about Syndergaard, you know, but he's got to be effective in 2021 this year. He's got to be. He's got to be healthy because he's going to be a huge piece in the postseason. Unless... Well, I think if they were to sign Bauer, they would move Mats to the bullpen. We've seen Steven Mats come out of the bullpen. So, yeah. They could still they could still sign Trevor Bauer. They're not going to say, oh, we don't have any room. They'll make it happen. They're not like the Yankees where we're like, where we're like oh, there's not enough room and everything. Like, if the Yankees, like, say if Cash was asked about George Springer, he would say, oh, we have a crowded outfield. I'd be like, then you make room somehow. The Mets are going to be like, oh, no, we'll get Springer. They most likely are going to get Springer. I could see him being a Met. It most likely is going to happen. You know, when you look at Lindor, though, say if he doesn't sign an extension, if he becomes a free agent going in to 2022, or going into this offseason right here, there's a whole big class of shortstops as free agents going into next year, or going into after this season. One right now is Lindor, one's Trevor Story, Javi Baez, and Corey Seager. You look at that class of shortstops right there, that is a beautiful class. It's beautiful, it really is. You know, we'll see if Lindor signs an extension with the Mets. I don't think Story's going to sign an extension with the Rockies. I think he wants to get out of there. Baez might sign an extension with the Cubs. I really can't see him going anywhere else. And also, Carlos Correa is there as well. You know, Corey Seager, I think he should stay with the Dodgers, to be honest. He really should. I don't think he should leave. But And Carlos Correa, I could see him leaving Houston because Houston's done. They're, they got nothing left. They're done. They might, not, they might not even make the playoffs in 2021, especially if they lose Springer. And they have no type of pitching either other than Grinky. That's it. They have nothing else. Other than guys in their farm system, then you got to develop them in 2021. But with the Mets, though, I got like I said, i got to give them a lot of credit where credit is due. You know, we know their fans have been suffering for a very long time. You know, we've always called them little brother and everything. But right now, they're big brother. It doesn't matter world championships. It doesn't matter. They're going to make these big moves. And you know what? It is what it is. You can't do nothing about it. When you have a guy like Cashman and you have a guy like Hal Steinbrenner, they're you know, afraid to make the big money moves right now. And you could say, oh, but they don't have enough money. You know, the luxury tax. Then you find a way to make money. That's what you got to do. You got to make some moves. That's what you got to do. Clear up some space. That's what you have to do. But they're not doing that. And see, a lot of moves the Yankees have made. I'm trying to make it a whole big thing. I'm just stating the facts right here. The whole moves, that, the big moves that they made, have turned out to be bad. Like when they signed Jacoby Ellsbury, that was a bad. At the time, it seemed like a good move because he was a beast out there in Boston. It seemed like a good move, but look what it turned out to be—a terrible move. Trading for Giancarlo Stan. I mean, listen, Giancarlo's a fucking beast when he's healthy, but. In 2018, he was healthy for us, but in 2019, he was not healthy at all. He was on and off the IL. He's mostly on the IL the whole season, like 90% of the season. And last year, in 2020, I mean, other than the postseason, he really wasn't that effective. He just really wasn't. I mean, he started off good last year, but then he got hurt. He was out for a long time. He was effective in the postseason. I'll give him that. He was our MVP in the postseason. I'm not denying that at all. I'm not denying that at all. But can he be healthy in 2021? That we don't know. But with the Mets, though, 
It really does bother me. It's under it's getting under my skin right here. Cause you know it's like you know it's like you know. It's exactly how I felt when Panarin signed with the Rangers. I'm a huge Islanders fan. I'm a diehard Islanders fan. It got under my skin when the Rangers got Panarin. Got under my skin. It's like they got a whole lot better when they got him. I mean, I'm sure the Rangers didn't make it for the conference finals like us, but still, Panarin in the long run is going to be a beast for the Rangers, and he proved that because he was great last season. And it hurts, you know, because it would have been nice to have him. It just hurts right there. We'll see what happens, though. But to the Mets, though, listen, like I said, congratulations. Mostly to their fans as well, because like I said, they've been suffering for so many years. It looks like the light is right there for them. They've dealt with so many bad years with the Wilpons, especially now the Brody Van Wagenen years, and we know he's gone. That guy was a whole clown show. I felt bad for the Mets, but you know what? For now, I'm happy for their fans, you know, because, you know, I, I know a lot of Mets fans have been suffering for a long time. They deserve this, you know, because they got an owner who's got balls. You know... And you can always say, we can't say if George Steinbrenner was around everything. Like everybody always says that. Like, oh, if George is around, he would have done this. But it's the truth, though. It is the truth. Well, it's mostly the truth. Well, when, well you can't really say it's mostly the truth. Because in the 90s, when the Yankees built their dynasty, they drafted all those guys. Like, you know, they drafted Jeter. And they drafted Moe and Basada and Pettit and Bernie. So, yeah, I mean, they drafted those guys. They didn't buy those guys. And I'm not saying the Mets bought Lindor. They made a great move. It was a smart move right there. Because you know what? They want to win. I'm not saying the Yankees don't want to win. But if you're not making any moves, if you're staying, if you're staying quiet this offseason, you just got to make moves. And I don't want to hear about COVID. It slows things down with the money. It didn't slow the Mets down. It didn't slow them, it didn't slow them down at all. They're still dealing with Cespedes' contract. That's hurting them. I think they're still paying off David Wright, and they're still paying off Bobby Vanilla every year on July 1st, $1 million every year until like 2035. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That's a huge excuse, and I don't want to hear it. But for the Mets, though, again, I tip my cap to you guys. It was a great move. And we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do right now. Like I said, we know all the Mets fans are celebrating right now. They're happy. They deserve to be happy because, like I said, you have an owner that has balls like grapefruits. Like grapefruits. <laughs> That's what happens when you have an owner who's not afraid to make those moves. But, you know, we'll see how the Mets do turn out. You can't just say, like, oh, it's the Mets. They'll find a way to screw it up. I mean, I mean, yeah, sure, shit can happen. Like, sure, shit can happen throughout the season. But right now, the Mets are a huge favorite to go to the World Series. They really are. But for right now... My opinion could definitely change in the next few months. Oh, no, my opinion actually will change if the Yankees win the World Series. My opinion will definitely change then. The Yankees can have a great record and everything going into the postseason, if they even make the postseason. They can have one of the best records in baseball. I'll still say the Mets are the team of New York until you win a World Series. Just saying. And I want to see a Yankees-Mets World Series. I've been dying to see it. I was born in 2000 when it happened, the Subway Series. You know, I was three months old when it happened. You know, I used to watch the old tape right there. You know, I've always watched that tape, and it was a great World Series right there. You know what, for the Mets, though, I really hope we do see the black jerseys. I really like those jerseys. Hopefully, they get them back in 2021. It would be really nice to see that. It would be nice to see them this year. But my prediction, though, like Lindor, I feel like he's going to have an amazing year. 
I feel like he's going to have an MVP caliber season this year. I feel like he's going to. And I think Carrasco, he's going to have a good season. I think he'll get like 10 or plus wins. I can see that happening. The ERA of like in the in the low threes. I can see maybe like 3.05, 3.10 like that. But I can see him getting 10 or plus wins. But I feel like Lindor is going to have an MVP caliber season. That's just what I feel. That's what I feel right there. But to the Mets, though, even though I fucking hate you guys with a passion, good move. Very good move. I got to give you guys credit where credit is due. I know King MGJ is just as pissed as I am. I think he's more pissed than I am and everything. We know how he gets when he's on the podcast right here. You know, he lets it all out. He doesn't hold back. And that's how he is in real life, too. He doesn't hold back. That's what I love about him. He doesn't, he doesn't hold back. He tells it like it is. Like, he really, he's got that passion. He really does. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. You know, barring any other sports news, my next episode will be my uh, WWE Friday Night Smackdown review. That'll either come out tomorrow afternoon or Sunday morning. We'll see them, but we'll see if any other sport news happens. Just wait and see. But all right, guys, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And I will talk to you guys sometime this weekend. Let's just say that. Sometime this, sometime this weekend, I will talk to you guys again. I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you guys soon.